Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. So what I wanted to kind of do with this, this is kind of a fun idea, is think about financial aspects of our life, things that we have, and I'll start to say some in a minute, it'll make sense. And many people, some people might treat those as the main character of their favorite show, and others might see it as more of a secondary character. Like, so if you're watching an ensemble show of some kind where there's multiple people, not, not every week, for example, on Seinfeld, was it about Jerry, right? It might have been right. about Elaine, or it might have been about George, right? So, you know, that particular week, but it kind of would always come back around. And of course, they all four were main characters, but it, maybe it was more about uh, the maestro, right? Or the uh, the soup, soup guy, or the yeah, or the muffin, uh, you know, muffin tops, or whatever. So anyway, that's the idea. So I'm going to give you some financial setups, and we'll talk about you know, should it be more main character, or should it be secondary character, or does it evolve over time? Because many might argue that by the time Seinfeld ended, the show was really more about George and, and Cosmo's antics than it was you know Jerry, you know. So depending on how Jerry's you look like at it. the yeah so he became kind of the the straight laced or not yeah. you know and then yeah, that kind George. of centered he was that kind of centered nucleus where everything else right. was crazy around him right right but i think a lot of people might tune in just to see what george was up to versus jerry they might not have cared they could have cared less about jerry for example right it was more about george's crazy antics or whatever so anyway that's kind of the idea so let's start with your 401k at your current job right that's probably a main character in your financial story. Should it be? Oh, absolutely, because that's where you're currently contributing to. And those contribution limits have gone up for 2023, by the way. So if you're over 50, good news is you could put up to $30,000 away mm-hmm. um, in those plans. And you know, a lot of people, they they take this approach of, hey, I'm, let's say I'm going to retire in 2035, mm-hmm. right? Right. Well, they look down the list of investments and they see, oh, there's a fund that says target date, 2035. So I'll just select that one. I got one investment. Don't have to worry about it. everything goes in. It's automatically going to rebalance as I get closer to that date. So basically put it on autopilot. I can't tell you how many people, high percentage, probably 90% of the people that come in have those in their 401k plan. I'm not saying that it's a bad option, but what I'm saying is you need to treat this as a main character by looking at it more intently, okay? Because people realize this, but when you contribute to that 401k or 403b or TSP or something like that, you can have a different allocation on your contributions than you do on your balance. Mm-hmm. Right. So think about this. Every time the market goes down, the stock market goes down, everyone on TV tells you it's a what kind of opportunity? It's a buying opportunity, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Because things are on sale. But people don't like to do that. Well, not only that, because they saw a loss on what they currently own. Right, yeah. Right? So you know, let's say you're buying tuna fish, right? This is an old example that was given to me many, many years ago. So there's this favorite tuna fish that you have every time you go into the store, it's a dollar a can, right? But you walk in the store one time and now it's 50 cents a can. Mm -hmm. How many cans would you buy if you bought it every day? You'd buy a lot more, right? Mm -hmm. So we fight for sales on everything, but we don't fight for them on our investments because why? Well, this balance you had, let's say you had 
$100,000 is now worth $80,000. You're like, well, I don't want any more of that because I'm $20,000 yeah. down, yeah, 20% I'm, down. That's some bad tuna, right? <laughs> don't right. eat bad tuna. As opposed to, hey, this thing I liked at $10 a share is now at $8 a share. I should buy even more of it. If I liked it at 10 I should love it at 8 mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that you should, you should look at that. You could have a different allocation on your contributions, which is fresh money going in, as opposed to, because you wouldn't, in that example, you wouldn't go and, sell your cans of tuna that you paid a dollar for to buy more at 50 cents. Yeah, gotcha. Because they're going to give you 50 cents for those cans. You're going to be swapping one-to-one, right? Yep. Same thing with money, right? So you're not going to sell that to buy into something. You want that fresh money. So having a different allocation on your contributions as opposed to your balance is something you should really look into. Well, I want to keep this moving so we can get through these. I'm going to go to number three, actually. We'll circle back around to the next one, the second one, if we can. But I want to hit on the the bigger ones first. Life insurance policies. So, I don't know. Maybe this is like Newman, if you're familiar with Seinfeld, right? Uh, He really makes makes Cosmo work as a main character, even though he's a support character. Does life insurance, is it a support character? Or is it, should it be elevated to main character? It's a support. Support, but could be main. It really depends, but don't equate it with Newman because no one likes Newman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, George's. But you should parents. like your life insurance. Yeah, how about George's parents? We'll go that route. Yeah, there you go. well, they're sometimes boisterous as well. The thing <laughs> is, life insurance is something that you really need to look at because no one likes really talking about it because it's dealing with an uncomfortable subject, which is death. But you have to, you know, be an adult about this. There's yeah. going to be, you know, you're going to pass away, so you need to understand how it protects now. I would argue the original reasons you bought life insurance along the journey getting to retirement are different than the reasons why you want maybe want to keep it in retirement. Mm-hmm. In retirement, it's more about tax arbitrage. Before retirement, it's more about protecting things, right? Protecting the standard of living for the surviving spouse, um, replacing income, those kinds of things. So when you get to retirement, instead of just you know canceling policies or throwing, like the old adage, throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Don't do that. Look at your policies. Maybe some way to tweak them to keep them in force because it's tax-free money you can pass on to your spouse or kids or people that you care about. You can't leave people too much tax-free money. So definitely want to maybe elevate life insurance a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about bank accounts. So if you're talking about the safe item here, uh, many might argue that Jerry, for example, was maybe the safest character on there. You know, It seemed like Elaine and even though sometimes her stuff was a little subdued as well, you can maybe make that argument as well. But certainly George and Cosmo were the most outrageous, getting in the most trouble. But Jerry was fairly safe, and that's kind of like a bank account. Even though it's a main character, do we put too much focus on it? I think because people, when they think about the bank, they think that's the only liquidity that they have. And so they you know, kind of white-knuckle that, that account. You know, you need to have all this in case something happens, right, that rainy day that appears. In retirement, though, you could kind of loosen your grip on that a little bit. It's hard to convince people to do that. So one of the things we take people through on a review when they have retired is let's play how much liquidity you have game, you know. And so we look at all the accounts, and I start in our software. I can select, and I can highlight things. I say, okay, to you, Mr. and Mrs. Client, what do you think is liquid? Of course, they go right to the bank account. That's liquid. Okay, well, let's look at all this other stuff that's liquid. And when they realize that their stuff is liquid to them, mm-hmm. which means they can get a check within a week, that is my definition of liquidity, then sometimes and they'll, they'll say, okay, well, I don't need as much in the bank, so maybe I can do something better with this money. Because for years, even decades, you earn nothing on bank money. Nowadays, you can earn something on bank money. In fact, if you're not earning a decent rate. You really need to research that because there's all kinds of companies out, out there, uh, internet banks like Capital One and SoFi and uh, Discover, those types of things that are offering tremendous amounts on savings accounts. And 
the Wall Street Journal wrote an article last year, the billions of dollars that people lost just by not getting a higher yielding savings account, keeping it in a large institution, and they're paying you nothing because they don't have to. So, mm. you know, look at that. Um, but when you get to retirement, sometimes you end up feeling comfortable about, about parting with some of that bank money and putting it to higher use for you. Gotcha. Now, let's talk about Roth IRAs because I think, do you remember the TV show called Family Matters uh, with Urkel? Yeah. Right. So when the show actually first started, it really wasn't about him at all. He was a secondary character. He was a tertiary character. But by the time the show ended, and for many years uh, towards the the last end of it, he was really the focal point. The entire show was about him and his goofiness as this crazy kid, right? And so Roth IRA is my next one. Maybe early on Roth IRAs didn't seem was more of a secondary character, but over the last number of years, it's become a main character for many people. Oh, it certainly has. And I think at one time Urkel was the highest paid per uh, show. Maybe at, yeah, his character yeah. as a kid. Yeah, and he was just a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just quirky with a quirky voice, right? Mm-hmm. So Roth IRA, yes, it started actually over 20-something years ago. So it's been around for a while, but it's been elevated as we have this tax uncertainty going on, right? We've printed a lot of money over the last couple of years with COVID relief and bailouts and all kinds of stuff, you know, helping helping to keep the economic engine going, um, by flooding the system with cash. So that's going to come from somewhere and probably going to be higher taxes. So the Roth IRA has really kind of elevated itself because it's a tax-protected account. If structured right and pulled out right based on age and length of time you've had it, you won't pay tax under current tax law. You won't pay tax on any distributions from that Roth IRA. So think about that. I mean, having income in retirement and paying no tax, that's a huge win because every dollar you save in retirement is an extra dollar you get to keep and enjoy. So controlling your taxes is one of the things that you can do in retirement that you maybe yeah. don't understand that you can do. That's why people are really attracted to what we do because we talk a lot about taxes. Doing Roth conversions, contributing to the Roth 401k for the few years leading up to retirement, maybe looking at life insurance strategies, all that kind of stuff can help you get into what we'd love to have you in, which is a 0% tax bracket in retirement. Well, last one. Un- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, it's not unfathomable to think of that. You could have all the income that you need and pay no tax. Yeah. That's well, strange to a lot of people. It definitely is. And, and so it's important to really think these things through. And that's what the Retirement Readiness Review is all about. I want to squeeze in the last one here because I think it's super important to talk about. And it's Social Security. Again, thinking about this main character uh, idea, uh, if we go back to Seinfeld, the show's about Jerry. It's named after him. But Social Security could be like George, where it becomes a bigger and bigger part as it goes along. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent, you tell us, should Social Security be a main character or should it be secondary? It should be main because it is the largest piece of most people's retirements, and it's a consistent check every month, how we're accustomed to spending money. People like that when I spend, the next month that that bucket gets filled back up again, and Social Security hits your bank account every month the same day, right? So people get comfortable with spending. Now, there's a lot of things talking about the Social Security may have to have some cuts. It's in financial difficulties, which is all true. But you want to utilize that benefit correctly and claim it at the right of the appropriate time. So a lot of people come into this office and say, okay, I'm not going to claim Bill 70 because I get the biggest benefit and I get an 8% increase. And I show them, did you know that if claiming at 62 and all you have is distributions from a Roth IRA or living off of money in the bank that you won't pay any tax? Because Social Security is taxed differently than other sources of income. And that kind of opens them, them up, go, oh, wait a minute, maybe I want to start using some of that money first before I start using mine. Because Social Security only passes to a spouse. It does not pass to your children or grandchildren. Your assets do. So there's a concept around burn rate. Who's do I want to use up before I use mine? So 
That's why you want it part of a plan. That's why the retirement register view is tell my own horror, but it's a great way for you to start this retirement journey to find out all the answers or questions to all the answers maybe you had, or maybe answers to things you didn't know to ask either. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.